Jags fans, this is another Jags podcast. I am back after about a week away, which is a long time for this podcast because I made the trip out to Denver last week for the game. And I do apologize for uh, taking some time off from this podcast. I mean, I think this is the longest time we had without a podcast, you know, about a week. So uh, it's definitely in a while, but I apologize. Uh, I decided to stay in Denver a couple extra days. I got some buddies up in Denver and I uh, wanted to hang out with them. And it was a good time, man. It really was a good time. Uh, we we met up with the Bold City people up there, the Bold City Brigade. Man, it was awesome. Met a lot of good people. Met a lot of people from Jaguars Twitter. Um, I think we're going to have some guests on this show because of some of the, the things that happened. So, again, I apologize, but we are back, baby. And if you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, we are at Another Jags Pod. My personal Twitter is at jtrent904 make sure you follow us on instagram we uh i, I have been posting uh, video cut-ups on instagram now i uh, made like one a day one every couple days so just scroll through your feed you can uh see a player too it's good content it's good content big shout out to overtime network powered by overtime media they uh, uh syndicate us all over the country and we appreciate them uh, shout out to sb nation they syndicate us as well uh, so make sure to support them in all of these endeavors. But man, I have so I mean I've been, I was gone for a week and and I usually do like daily mailbags and where I take your questions. But I have so much to say about this game. But I'm not going to do it because we're, we're moved moved on. We've moved on. We're moving on to Carolina. Um, I don't live in the past. I like to live in the future. Um, but I will say just a couple things that I, that I want to note about uh, about the game. What about Leonard Fournette, man? Leonard Fournette finally showing what he is. But if, if, you, if you didn't watch the game carefully, you might have missed something about Leonard Fournette's performance. This was the first time in I don't even know how long. Like I can't even sit here and tell you the last time a defense was scheming to stop the pass. When's the last time we played a defense and they're in their scheme and in their in their in their formations and what they're trying to do? was to stop the pass and they were daring us to run the ball they were in too high zone most of the game they had seven in the box most of the game the only time they would bring in that eighth guy into the box was when we would line up in that 22 formation with two backs and two tight ends that's the only time and you know you're, you're daring them at that point they had decided the panthers decided pre-game that that Fournette in the running game is going to have to beat them and they're not going to let Minshew beat them with his arm. When's the last time we could say that happened? That a, that a, that a team that was scared of our quarterback. I mean, every single play I'm watching Fournette gouge this defense. I'm looking over at the formations that they're in and they're still in that too high safety. At what point in, in Fournette's 225 yard game he had at almost 30 carries as the, the Panthers defensive coordinator do you say, okay, maybe let's play a little one high man. And let's stick another guy into the box. It was crazy. I, I, it's been so long, and, and I loved it. I loved how the coaching staff adjusted to this, to this scheme. They brought in Cedric Obegi. You heard it over and over again. Number 77 is eligible. Number 77 is eligible. They would bring him in. They would do tackle over two tackles. Three tackles, really. They were saying, look, if you're not going to stop the run, if you're not going to stick a next guy in the box, we're going to run it all over you. And that's what they did. 
it was great to see a shout out to the Jags for making that adjustment in the second half. How about DeValve playing fullback? Man, what a pickup he's been, man. He's been getting a lot of snaps. I mean, until Oliver gets back, Swaim out, injured too. O'Shaughnessy went down. Who's left? Who's left on the team? DeValve. Seth DeValve was left on the team. We put a cut up on Twitter where the Jags ran power, where they actually pulled Will Richardson from the weak side guard and pulled him to the C-gap on the strong side. And DeValve lead blocked. They created a hole. Fournette took it for like a solid 10 yards. Great run play. Can't, I can't tell you last time I saw a power run successfully here in Jacksonville. There's something different going on with this team. This team looks different. And it's, is it Minshew? Is it Minshew Mania? It might be. It might be Minshew. I'm, I'm not sure. But this team is playing like they haven't in a while. The offensive line looked good. Now, they, they got to they gotta sure some things up. Look, they got to get better in, in pass pro. They have to. I mean, Minshew's getting hit way too many times. They have to. I mean, Cam Robinson has got to fix his false starts. That guy cannot keep false starting at the rate he is. Is Cam Robinson the worst performing offensive lineman on our line right now? I think he is. I'm a big Cam Robinson fan. I liked him. I liked the pick. But he's looking like the weak link right now. I mean, Richardson and Can are both playing so well that Marone's having to split time at right guard. I like it. A couple other things I'll just mention real quick. I know this from watching the game. Josh Allen has got to be on the field every single play. I'm sorry. Like, he has far surpassed Yannick Ngakwe as far as skill play. He needs to be on the field every single play. He's beating double teams, beat, stopping the run in the backfield. The man's an animal, man. He is one of the best defensive linemen in the league. I know he's young. I know it's a bold statement. But I've watched... I mean, if you watch the coach's film and just watch the defensive line... Anytime he's on the field, he's just creating havoc. He's creating pressure. He's, he's a beast. I like Ngakwe, man, but he is getting outplayed. I mean, I, I think I'm trying to think. Ngakwe had like, he, he knocked down one screen. That was, that was a good play. Uh, there was one screen he pursued and made a tackle on. Uh, chased it down the field. Like, you know, got it, I think, three to five yards after the completion. But besides that, like, he, did he do much? I don't know. I don't know if he did. Like, imagine paying Ngakwe the max contract in the offseason. And he played like he has in the first four weeks. How, how would you feel? Like, would you still be like, okay, he's fine. He, I mean, he is historically a slow starter. He comes out of the gate slow. So I do expect him to pick his game up a little bit. But I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, this, this, I mean... I'm, again, I'm not saying he's, he's bad or he's playing bad. But he's not making plays at the rate he, he has been in the past. That's, that's for sure. So uh, good, on, good on Josh Allen. He needs to be on the field every single play. It's, it's sticking with the defense. Like, so another thing I noticed watching the, the coaches film is, dude, Miles Jack is, is like walking around pre-snap, like not in position at, at, at the snap. Like it may be because he has to like tell the defenders like what to do because they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. There's a lot of young guys on that, on that defense. A lot of young guys in the secondary. And he may need to have to be the guy that, you know, tells them where to go, tells them what to do, things like that. But like a handful of plays, the dudes, Malchek is even looking at the, at the ball when it's snapped. He's looking at like the, the, his teammates or he's turned around. Dude, if you watch Luke Keekley, I've been watching the all or nothing from the 20, uh, I think 18 Panthers. 
Dude, the dude is a set ready to go pre-snap every single time. Dude, Miles Jack's walking around, standing up, looking the wrong direction. Like, come on, dude. Like, get the call in and get ready. We need you to be ready at the snap. Get your pre-snap alignment. Make the call. I mean, again, is that on the young guys on the defense? Maybe. But you got to fix that somewhere. Is that Todd Wash's issue? Yeah, it could be. I know a lot of people are not happy with Todd Wash. I mean, that first half, I mean, Twitter was blowing up about Todd Wash. I mean, I was terrified to check my phone because the Denver stadium is so steep. I was sitting at the top of the stadium and like the field's like literally like down below me. <laughs> like it's not like Jacksonville Stadium that like is built out wide. It's like built up tall and steep. It's kind of scary, man. It took me like 10 minutes to get my orientation about me. I was like, dude, this is strange, man. Like I'm looking down on this field and I feel like if I lean too far forward, I might fall on it. <laughs> But no, Twitter, Twitter was not happy with Todd Wash in the first half. I thought Todd Wash called a decent game. I thought he did. I mean, look, he didn't have Jalen Ramsey. He didn't have his best player on defense. They gave up those quick two touchdowns, 14 points in the first half. They gave up another field goal. They only, scored, they only scored seven points in the second half. We controlled the clock, so we didn't need our defense out there. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco couldn't do anything. 22 for 38, 303 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. A lot of that was on that last drive of the game. Phil Lindsay was shut down. 53 yards for Phil Lindsay. Royce Freeman, 16 yards. Emmanuel Sanders had him, had him a decent game. Cortland Sutton had a decent game. You know, people like to, like to rag on Trey Herndon for his play. But dude, honestly, like he got exposed on that second touchdown drive that the Broncos had. But like, if you go back and watch the film... The Jags were in like a legit 4-4. 40 linemen, two linebackers, a safety and a nickel corner walked down into the box. They were daring Flacco to beat them. They said that Flacco is going to have to beat his with his arm. So he had one-on-one -on -one coverage. Trey Herndon out there. Yeah, okay, of course Corlin Sutton's going to beat Trey Herndon on a deep out in man coverage. That'd be tough for Jalen to do. So, I mean, I don't think... And, and Herndon played well against the run. He had some decent tackles. He sheds blocks well. Is he a liability? Like, will a, will a good quarterback, uh, you know, expose him? Maybe, maybe. But hey, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And who knows what's even going to happen with Jalen? Maybe he decides he wants to come back and play. <laughs> uh, who really, really knows? Uh, just some quick things again, and then, and then I'll be done here. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Um, again, I thought he had a good game. I thought uh, a lot of it was pre-snap alignment. I think if Herndon lines up head up, uh, I think one of the touchdowns, they were in like twins tight. If Miles Jack gets a chip on Sutton, then I think one of those touchdowns is prevented. Uh, they could work together as a team and do a little bit better, but uh, I think that's, that's it for him. Chark has a couple good plays where he blocked downfield well, but he had a couple plays where he didn't block downfield well, and I'd like to see him kind of improve his downfield blocking. That's one thing that Keelan Cole and Marquise Lee were really good at was their downfield blocking. Uh, Chark, I think he just needs to work on it a little bit. I mean, he's not, he's not the heaviest guy. He's a little slight in frame. Uh, but that's, you know, nothing against him. It's kind of the way you're born, right? All right, we're going to hit a quick break, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about the uh, Panthers game. And I think I'm going to have uh, my, my boy Mike come on the podcast probably tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the Panthers. I'm just going to hit some quick things uh, that are important. So um, just hang tight, and uh, we'll be right back.
All right, well, welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is our daily mailbag for Friday morning, man. I hope your week has been great. You know, my week was crazy, man. I flew in to Jacksonville like Tuesday night, super late at night. Worked all day, Wednesday, Thursday. Enough about me. This is not the Jason podcast. This is another Jags podcast. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, at another Jags pod, Facebook, Instagram. Not really Facebook. I mean, maybe one day I'll, I'll get unlazy and start doing that. But go follow us on Instagram, please. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll follow you back. All right. And it'll be good. It'll be, uh, it'll be the, the, our feed. Uh, your feed will have Jaguar cut ups and clips. And I'm getting better at like, you know, uh, using like different programs that make it look better. So check it out. And um, it'll be worth your time. Uh, I promise. So Sunday, the Jags head to Carolina to play the Panthers. One o'clock kickoff. Supposed to be about 90 degrees. Going to be a hot one. It's going to be a hot one. And man, I, and I really, like I said in the first half, I, I started while I was on the plane. I downloaded all the all or nothings, the Amazon Prime uh, behind the scenes. That's kind of like the hard knocks for Amazon Prime. And they followed the Carolina Panthers. Man, they have some interesting storylines. Very, very interesting storylines. You know, the, first, the, the glaring one is they're also playing their backup quarterback. Kyle Allen. I mean... He's he's been good. I mean, I think he I think he's I think he's three and zero as a start, or two and zero as a starter this year. Um, the dude's he's thrown for four hundred ninety three yards. He's got a seventy one point seven completion percentage, four touchdowns, zero picks. That's a that's a good. I mean, that's a that's a solid two games right there. So uh, good for him, you know. And um, he. It's kind of the same situation as Gardner Minshew. Dude, Kyle Allen had that like weird story where it, wasn't he like at Texas A&M and then he ended up going to like, I think it was Houston, right? And uh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's been, he's been good. He's been good. I mean, let's see here. Okay. So he, so when he, okay, week three, they played the Cardinals and he had four touchdowns and uh, he had zero touchdowns last week against the Texans, but they did win 16-0, 23, 24 for 34. Uh, against the Texans. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, we lost the Texans, if you don't remember that game. Should have won, but we lost. But yeah, I mean, they, he hasn't played a defense like Jacksonville yet. I mean, if Jalen plays, man, God, Jalen could have had, Jalen could have, I mean, if he played, think about the quarterbacks he, he could he could play against. Joe Flacco, Kyle Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, whoever's playing in, for the Jets. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, you know, if Darnold, I don't know if he's mono still, but dude, you, you could be racking up the interceptions, dude. This is the, one of the greatest windows for you to just like blow up and, and you're not playing. It's a interesting choice. I don't, I don't, I don't, his agent, and I feel like his agent is giving him bad advice, but uh, I think we're done talking about Jalen Ramsey. I think we're all over that. Does Gardner Mitchell continue to improve or does he continue to get better? I think he does. Does Leonard Fournette run wild again? I think he does. I think he does. I mean, the 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 Panthers are missing Kwan Short, and Kwan Short is a good player. I mean, he is their run stuffing defensive lineman. Huge dude, super athletic, plays in the middle of the field. Uh, I I think it's going to be an interesting matchup, and I think uh, there's an opportunity that uh, the Jags can definitely win this game. Here, here's one thing, a little a little thing to to, to watch for. And I'm sorry that I'm like uh, stumbling over my words today. I have, you can tell I haven't done this in a week. <laughs> Dude, Kyle Allen, I mean, he's had a couple fumbles, right? Like he's not his the ball security isn't, and that's not just Kyle Allen. The whole team has been kind of fumbling, and they've been getting it back. They've been losing them, but like ball security is like their number one issue. Like the Jags could create some turnovers, 
it was nice to see Ronnie Harrison with that interception, but I want to see more more turnovers from this defense. Maybe we should implement the turnover chain, right? <laughs> like Miami. I mean, every team's got one now, right? What was Florida State's? It was so ridiculous. What was it like? The the uh, the bag? Wasn't like a bag? Like, well, do something like that. Like, get your team hyped about getting interceptions. What are the Georgia, the Bulldogs? They have like the the shoulder pads. I don't know, man, but we need more turnovers, and this is a great opportunity to do it. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it should be a good game. Um, they, look, the Panthers, they're just like the Jags. They're looking to clean up these last two games. They're 2-2. Two and two. They're looking to go into the bye 4-2. They're looking, they're looking at Jacksonville as like, all right, they're playing without Jalen. They're playing with Gardner Minshew. This is our chance. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting matchup, man. If, if we were at home, I mean, I, what's, I think what's the spread? I think they're favored by three. Uh, if we were home, does that mean we're favored by three? Probably, yeah, right? Don't you think? But yeah, I mean, they're the exact same. This is a good point for us to see where we're at because we're playing a team that's kind of in the exact same position that we are. They started 0-2. We started 0-2. We won the next two. They won a road game last week. So did we. I don't know. Dude, Christian McCaffrey's just a beast, man. Like... How are we going to cover Christian McCaffrey? Is Quincy Williams going to have to cover him? Like the dude is, is a beast. He can line up anywhere. He can do anything. He, I mean, he's one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. I mean, I have him in like every fantasy league. He kills it. Kills it. He's super athletic. Um, I mean, I love his game. I, I loved his dad, Ed McCaffrey. I loved watching him at Denver, man. He was just a great crisp route runner with great hands. I mean, the dude's got pedigree for sure. They, they have a they have some like uh, safety who I think is in his third year or second year now. Like uh, God, what's his name? Dante Jackson. I could be butchering that. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not looking at any notes tonight. I'm 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 going off of the uh, I'm I'm going off the dome t- tonight. Uh, it's like Dante Jackson or something like that. Uh, he he's super fast. I think he was the second. They did this like forty yard dash competition, and he was like the second fastest. We lost only to like Marquise Goodwin, like the the uh, track dude from from uh, Texas Longhorns, who's uh, I don't know who's with now the Bills maybe the 49ers. He was drafted by the Bills. So that's what it is. But I, I, there was a play on all or nothing where and then like misses the tackle, turns around and then hawks the the running back down within like five yards. I was like, whoa, dude's got some wheels on him. Uh, so I'll be interested to see because um, he he's usually tasked with covering their their best, the other team's best receiver. So I expect to see him on Chark. And Chark's made uh, a lot of his his success has been on those, those deep verticals. You know, those 19, that 19 yard per reception average comes from those deep verticals, those fade routes. And it'll be an interesting matchup. I think that's going to be the matchup that I'm looking for uh, the most in, in this game, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know no one cares about my predictions. Uh, let's throw it out there. Let's say Jags win. Jags win by, I think, seven. Jags win by seven. I, I think this is a game that Jags... I mean, if Minshew is what he what we think he is, I mean, it's it's GG, boys. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me. Look, I appreciate you guys listening. I got so much crap on Twitter for not posting an episode for like uh, seven days, not even like five days. Um, and, and that's awesome. That means a lot to me, man. I appreciate that you guys are out there and listening. I'm going to put something out on Twitter today. 
about like getting your feedback and, and I want to get your comments because me and Mike are going to do a podcast um, th- this weekend and I, we want to get we want to get your comments we want to read y'all's comments on here uh, it's a fan podcast and uh, there's a bunch of podcasts out there now and um, you give a lot of you know a lot of different options out there but this one we want about you guys and we want your voice to be heard so send us your comments or questions and uh, we'll read them on the show Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and as always, go Jags.